Hey everyone, this is another episode of Adam Talks. Today I'm going to talk about COVID-19 and the growth and popularity of the Roth IRA. So I just want to thank all of you for your support, everyone in Self-Directed IRA Nation for keeping me going. Uh, it's been a crazy last four or five months, obviously with COVID. Hope everyone's healthy, safe, um, and doing okay. Um, I've been trying to pump out content because obviously everyone's at home and has a lot of time on their hands to hopefully learn a lot about the powers of retirement accounts, the power of deferral, and the opportunity to save a whole lot of money through a retirement account for your future, as well as learn about some of the really interesting and innovative ways you can invest with a retirement account, such as an IRA or 401k. So uh, just again, thanks for all your support. Uh, really, really appreciate it. Definitely subscribe if you haven't already. Give us a like. And if you have any comments, uh, leave them below. Um, love hearing from everyone. And, um, you know, really excited to uh, do another pod today. So this is something that I've been thinking about uh, for a little while, um, kind of just really focusing on COVID-19 and what that's going to mean for our economy once we get around it. I mean, ultimately, we will get through COVID-19. Uh, life will get back to some sense of normalcy in probably 2021. We will go in airplanes again. We will go to hotels. We will go shopping. We're going to go into restaurants and eat without masks. It will happen. I'm hoping it happens sooner rather than later, but it will happen. Um, things will get back to normal. So, but what does that mean? We got an election coming up in November. Um, things could change, right? But what we know for sure is that the government needs to spend uh, itself out of this thing. We all need government help. Uh, many millions of Americans are unemployed. Many, many businesses are facing financial ruins. And the government has stepped in with the CARES Act um, to add to an already pretty steep deficit. So I pulled up some numbers and from the month of May, the deficit was $399 billion, uh, bringing the fiscal year deficit to $1.88 trillion. Um, and then that's without some of the increased stimulus through uh, CARES Act's um, and it's, it's, it's going to get even higher. There's going to be increased supplemental, uh, programs, whether it's increasing the $600 supplemental insurance, uh, an additional second round of PPP loans and, and, and other things that, um, the government's going to need to do to prop up, uh, various industries, whether it's leisure, airlines, um, retail restaurants, uh, and then helping, you know, individuals plus, um, our existing deficit, which keeps increasing. So what's going to happen? No matter who wins the election, um, I think taxes are going to go up. And if they don't go up in the next year or two years, they certainly will go up in the near future, whether that's you know four to 10 years out. If Biden wins, yeah, we know for sure, he's already announced it, taxes are going to go up. He's already released his 2020 tax plan. Um, and I'll, I'll kind of just really briefly go through some of the quick points in it. Um, he's going to raise tax revenues. He wants to raise over $3.8 trillion in the next decade. 
Um, he's going to raise taxes, including income taxes, payrolls, and high-income individuals with income above four hundred thousand. Um, he's looking to uh, repeal um, some deductions. Uh, you're looking at capital gains tax going up uh, for people over a million dollars, up to thirty-nine point six. Highest tax rate is going to go up to 396 from 37%. Um, you may have an alternative minimum tax comeback. There um, could be a, um, a also opportunity to itemize deductions, which could be good. So there, there may be some positives as well, some itemized deductions like state income tax. I know there's been a big push for that. But overall, corporate tax rate, he expect, he's hoping to, to move it from 21 to 28%. Um, it's going to create a minimum tax on corporations with uh, profits of 100 million or more. Um, there's going to be a manufacturing communities tax credit. Uh, he's going to also add some childcare tax credits. Um, so there's some good stuff in here, um, also. But there's also going to be some pain from increase in taxation from an individual standpoint, especially for high-income earners. Now, you know, 400,000 dollars is a lot of money. I'm not saying not, but you know, people are close to retiring, taking required minimum distributions, have passive income. Um, you know, there, there, there could be um, increase in taxes. There's a really good chance there will be some increases in taxes if Biden wins. If Trump wins, um, there still could be increase in taxes. There's going to be pressure, especially if the Democrats get the House. There, there will be some pressure potentially to raise taxes. I'm not sure if there'll be an increase in corporate tax or um, maybe an increase in capital gains tax or or an individual tax rate hike. Not sure. But I think there's the issue of how we're going to pay for this deficit. It's going to balloon. There will be increased um, stimulus packages because of COVID. And we're going to need to face that head on. So that brings me to the Roth IRA, the Roth 401k. You know, I wrote a book about the Roth uh, I'm a big, big fan of the Roth, and obviously in a high income tax environment, the Roth has a lot more power. So I'm going to give just a few more reasons why I think the Roth makes even more sense heading into you know, election year 2021 and forward. Tax rates, um, believe it or not, are, are pretty low now. Historically, um, Reagan, um, you know, before Reagan came in, tax rates were you know could be close to 60 percent. So, um, and, th and that includes federal and state. So we're at historically low tax rates, capital gains, you know, 15 to 20%, income tax highest bracket, 37%, corporate tax rates, the lowest it's been in a long time, 21%. So uh, I think we only have upwards to go. Um, and I think there's going to be a lot of pressure to increase it. So what does a Roth do? A Roth is a account that allows people to make contributions, 6,000 or 7,000 if you're over 50 in 2020. You have to earn less than 206000 if you file jointly, um, or I believe 139000 if you file single. But you can still make contributions if you make more. It's called a backdoor Roth, where you just make an after-tax IRA and then convert it immediately to Roth. The only thing to keep in mind is that if you have other pre-tax IRA funds, it may not be a full conversion. It's what's called a pro-rata conversion. I mean, over time, you'll have to eventually convert everything to get that after-tax backdoor Roth amount into full Roth contributions because the formula for conversion takes into account some of your pre-tax IRAs, so it may not be a full conversion. That being said, you still can do it. So you can still start converting, even if you make more than um, the income threshold of 206000 and file it jointly. 
The Roth 401k, you can do employee deferrals of 19,500, 26,000 if you're over 50. If you have a solo plan, you can go up to 57 or 63,500 all in Roth. So there's really some really awesome opportunities to um, boost your Roth savings. What does Roth do? Roth, obviously the big bonus is that if you are over 59 and a half and the Roth has not been open, has been open at least five years. So 59 and a half and five years of maturity, um, everything you take out is tax-free. Okay, so that's pretty awesome. So if tax rates go up and you have a Roth, you're pretty happy because you don't have to pay tax on anything you pull out. So obviously in an income tax environment of 50% versus 10%, the Roth has a lot more power. If income taxes are only 10%, having a Roth isn't as attractive because you're only saving 10% of tax. Whereas if the income tax rates are 50%, you can obviously uh, see the difference. So really, really uh, awesome tax saving opportunity. Um, and that's the play. You can convert any pre-tax IRAs you have, you can convert to Roth. You just have to pay tax on the amount converted. Uh, that means cash and fair market value of any assets you convert. So you can do a conversion in cash and also a conversion in in-kind assets. You just need to get a fair market valuation. There's no 10% early distribution penalty if you're under 59 and a half on that conversion. It's just a flat income tax. Okay, it's not capital gains, it's an income tax. So that's you know something to keep in mind. You gotta obviously pay the tax the next year when you file your return. So having a Roth has obviously tons of opportunity and there's a few other things to consider. So God forbid you pass, you can pass the Roth on Roth IRA onto your spouse. That spouse will just take the Roth into his or her name. Now, generally what happens, if you had a traditional IRA and you pass, you can pass that IRA to your spouse. But now that spouse, assuming they don't remarry right away, becomes a single filer. And the tax rate on single filers and that threshold is met much quicker. So if someone is a single filer, generally, the tax rate they're gonna pay if they're a high income earner, they're gonna hit that high income threshold much quicker than if they file jointly. So what I'm getting at is if you have a traditional IRA and you pass away and you pass it to your spouse, and your spouse takes that IRA into income based off requirement of distributions or just needs to live off that money, their income tax rate will be probably a lot higher um, than it would if, it was, if they filed jointly. So having the traditional IRA could end up becoming a negative or detrimental tax implication for you because once you pass, your tax will likely be higher as a single filer. So that's another reason why the Roth could make a lot of sense because if you're Roth, you're going to pass that Roth to your spouse tax-free. That spouse will then turn and have the Roth in his or her name. And then the Roth is still a tax-free account. So so long as that spouse is over 59 and a half, that spouse can pull that money out without tax, does not have to worry about a higher tax rate because they're a single filer. Let's say the wife or the husband, the surviving spouse is under 59 and a half, can always take the basis, the amount contributed to a Roth can always be taken out tax-free. So they ha should have some wiggle room, even if they're under 59 and a half and they wanna maintain the tax-free nature of the Roth, they can potentially still take out the contributions made without tax. So again, another reason why having a Roth can be helpful. Uh, besides if an income tax hike happens, even if it doesn't happen and you are single because your spouse passed away and you have now their 
Roth IRA, you're not going to have to worry about paying a higher tax rate as a single filer. So another interesting um, kind of wrinkle on the Roth IRA. Um, some of the negatives of the Roth IRA is, let's say, tax rates go down, right? Let's say 15, 20, 30 years, someone comes along, maybe I run for president, and I, I do a flat tax and get rid of the income tax. Uh, guess what? Now the Roth doesn't have as much power. It's still good. It's still money. It's still growing without tax, but it doesn't have as much juice as if there was a 50% tax rate. Um, also, you know, the, the big thread, I think, and this is, you know, believe it or not, what keeps me up at night sometimes, um, is the government can change the rules on us, right? Like, uh, President Smith can come into office in 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years and say, okay, you know what? We need some cash now. So no more um, free ride with the Roth. We're just going to let you force you, everyone to just get rid of it. And you can only do, um, you know, inc uh, traditional IRAs. Or for example, um, your Roth IRA is capped at $200,000 and you can't save in a Roth IRA anymore. Um, the thing that keeps me going and, and makes me very confident that that won't happen is the government, and I've said this a bunch of times on earlier podcasts, they love Roth IRAs and Roth 401ks. Why? They don't trigger tax deductions. And especially with a ballooning deficit, tax revenues are super, super, super important to the treasury. They're going to need that money to pay for the deficit, to pay for all these programs that we now have to deal with because of COVID. So a Roth IRA is great because there's no tax deductions. And guess what? When you cash in your Roth IRA in 10, 15, 20, 40, 50 years, that's someone else's problem. There's going to be another administration in there and they can deal with having to raise more money through um, increasing taxes or selling more treasuries. That's not the current administration's issue. So that's why I do believe the Roth IRA, Roth 401k will not go anywhere. There's actually a better chance that they get rid of the pre-tax IRA and the pre-tax 401k and force everyone to go Roth. It's called Rothization because, as I mentioned, they are only focused on current income tax deductions, which reduce the amount of tax and reduces the amount of revenue the Treasury collects. Roth IRAs do not impact the current administration's ability to generate revenues. That's someone else's problem down the road. So that's basically why I think the Roth is going to become even more popular in the next, could be the next year, could be the next four years, could be the next eight years. Um, again, the polls are the polls. Clearly 2016 election, uh, the polls weren't right. Brexit, the polls weren't right. However, right now the polls are showing that Joe Biden is going to win the election. So if, if you do believe the polls, then you could expect that income tax rates will go up. And especially if you're a high income earner and you're going to earn more than 400,000, uh, between you and a spouse, you may want to really start thinking going Roth and potentially even paying taxes this year when the tax rates will be low. This is a potentially great year for Roth conversions. Why? If you own an LLC, and I'm going to do another podcast on this. If you have a pass through business, you're probably going to have losses this year. There's a good chance you're going to have some losses. And there's a good chance your income will be lower this year. Even with the PPP and some of the stimulus, uh, business is not going to be as strong as it was in the past. So if you have losses, that means you do a Roth conversion. Some of those losses can be used to offset the tax you owe in that conversion. So you have the opportunity in 2020 to go Roth. And then hopefully 
you're preparing yourself in 21, 22, 23, 24, when there's higher tax rates, you now have a Roth. So long as you can wait five years and be 59 and a half, you can start living off that money tax-free. So again, I think the Roth IRA is going to be really huge in the next decade because um, I think tax rates are going to go up. Unfortunately, um, that's just going to be the byproduct of COVID-19. Um, yeah, we were in a deficit since Clinton, right? I mean, it's been going on for a while. It's not a Democrat, Republican thing. I mean, we've just been spending money we don't have. Why? Because the Chinese have been buying our bonds. So it's been easy to print money. Um, at some point that may run out and COVID-19 just may be that trigger where uh, we all wake up one day and say, oh no, we have to increase revenues because um, we're not able to spend our way out of this. Uh, good news is the markets, the equity market's been strong. Interest rates are low, so people are still buying um, equities. Um, and the U.S. dollar is still very strong compared to other countries. It's still seen as a safe haven uh, of currency. So that, that's a good thing for uh, all of us Americans. But taxes will go up, okay? Even if Trump wins, I still think there's a very good chance some level of taxes will go up. So just be ready. Think Roth. Um, start thinking potentially conversions. If you're going to have losses this year, think potentially doing conversions. Um, think about getting your pre-tax into Roth. Start preparing yourself um, because the way this trend looks, especially if you're in your 60s, 60, 65, and, and you know, you're going to start thinking retirement in the next five or 10 years, you're potentially going to start living off that income. Uh, wouldn't that be nice to have tax-free income so you don't have to pay um, higher income tax? especially if you're going to be earning big time capital gains over a million dollars, Biden says he's going to tax that, you know, at income tax rates up to 39%. So who knows, there could be even a gradual scale where if you have income over 400,000, maybe your capital gains tax rate will be 25 or 30%. We haven't got much details on that, but we do know the highest income tax rate could apply to a capital gain transaction over $8 million. And that's based off uh, the Joe Biden uh, 2020 um, you know, tax proposal. And this is from taxfoundation.org. So it's come directly from the Biden campaign. So again, um, this isn't a political podcast. Um, that's not my goal. Um, I talk taxes. I talk retirement. Higher taxes, um, believe it or not, are good for retirement accounts. Uh, I always have this kind of battle with myself because I believe in lower taxes uh, I do believe they stimulate growth, they stimulate spending, stimulate businesses to spend. Uh, businesses don't just suck the money out to the owners, they spend on their team. Uh, any good business does that. Um, so I believe in, in lower taxes. However, for the retirement industry, for my business, higher taxes, believe it or not, are great because people realize that they need to generate tax deductions and saving in a tax-efficient account especially a Roth IRA makes a whole lot more sense when taxes are high. So again, just something to chew on. I know everyone's kind of thinking just how to survive COVID-19, kind of get themselves back on their feet, trying to get out of their homes without a mask. Hopefully your businesses are surviving. Uh, hopefully we get through this pretty quickly. I'm now in Miami Beach and it's, it's pretty bad. We're getting 10,000 cases a day pretty much since 4th of July. Um, so it's, I've been kind of stuck at home, not much open. They've been, you know, beaches are pretty much 
been closed. We have a curfew at 8 p.m. Uh, so, and this is, today is July, July 21st. So um, it's still pretty bad out there. Hospitals are doing okay still. Our, our deaths are still, um, you know, they're higher than they've been, but they're still um, hopefully aren't going to get worse. Um, but, you know, we're, we're probably the worst, you know, Arizona, Texas, and, and Florida are, are probably doing the, the poorest uh, out of any states in the country. So I'm hopefully we've, we've reached uh, you know, our, our uh, maximum point. Hopefully we'll, we'll see a downward trend soon. But, um, you know, it's been kind of tough uh, for all of us. So I understand if, if you guys aren't really focused on Roth, but uh, I'm telling you, think about it, um, whether it's today or next month or December, think about it. If you have losses, talk to your tax professional. Maybe you can harvest those losses, do a conversion, get your money to Roth and just prepare yourself because it's coming. Higher taxes are on their way. It's not a Democrat, Republican thing. We're going to have to pay for the deficit. Um, we're going to have to pay for the CARES Act. We're going to have to pay for all this stimulus spending. It's just, it's just math. It's just numbers. We're not going to be able to just keep spending our way out of this thing. We're going to have to increase revenue. So be safe, be healthy. I really, again, support, appreciate it really greatly. Keeps me going. It's been kind of difficult the last little while. Uh, I felt really good going into the summer. I, I thought the heat, the humidity, especially in Florida, was going to destroy COVID. I, I really believed it. Maybe that's why I went to law school, not uh, medical school. Because clearly I was wrong, and clearly states like Arizona, Texas, and Florida, that's super humid, um, it's not really working for us. Maybe everyone's inside spreading it in air condition. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Um, so I'm just trying to stay safe and hope all you guys are staying safe and uh, doing your part to uh, help the country get through this thing so we could all go back to life pre-COVID. So again, thanks for your support. Be, be healthy. Subscribe if you haven't already. Give us a like. Um, really appreciate it. And I will uh, you know, talk to all you guys soon. Be well and stay healthy.